Hallelujah. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Let's lift up our hands to heaven this morning and bless him. Let's praise him, let's magnify him, let's adore him, let's worship him, let's glorify God. He's the almighty God, he's the all-powerful God. Father, we worship you this morning. We exalt you, we glorify you, we adore you. Who is like unto our God? We bless you only then, we glorify you. Thank you for your power that is flowing in this place. Thank you for healing that is here. Thank you for signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. Father, we are grateful to you, Lord. We bless your holy name. We appreciate you. I want you to thank God for the gift of life, for another opportunity to be alive. Let's bless him that has kept you alive, has kept me alive. And we are alive, we are alive in him. Lord, we are grateful to you. We bless your holy name. We praise you, Lord. Thank you, everlasting Father. Blessed be your name, Lord. Blessed be your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We exalt you. Blessed be your name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. This morning I will be ministering on the subject, the power of the spoken word of God. If we recall that during classic, one of the things that we learn is that the word of God and the spirit of God are intertwined together. It is when the spirit moves that God will speak and the word and the spirit they will agree together. There is tremendous power in the spoken word of God. Why? Because God is always at the peak of his power. But this spoken word of God has several dynamics. And we are going to examine some of these dynamics this morning. Trusting God by his Holy Spirit to bring his word alive to us. The first dynamic of the power of the spoken word of God is the power of creativity. Give me Genesis chapter 1 on the screen. Genesis chapter 1 beginning from verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Like I said, the first dynamic of the power of the spoken word of God is the power of creativity. But I want to dwell a bit on Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and lay some foundation for that creativity. The phrase in the beginning refers to foundation. It refers to the root of everything. Whatever you are doing must have a beginning. When you are born, when you start school, when you get married, when you start a business, when you start a job, everything has a beginning. Pay attention to how you begin anything. It is very critical to the battle of life. Many of us that have background of polygamous setup knows what we are going through. 
My maternal grandmother was number 13 wife in a house of 21 wives. And so the beginning of the life of our children was already sabotaged by household enemies. Whether she likes it or not, how will a man love 21 women? And how will there be love and strength and grace in that type of household? So you find out that all kinds of wickedness begin to circulate. Battles of life that ordinarily would not have arisen. So the beginning is very critical to life. How did you get that job? That spouse that's giving you a headache today, how did you marry him? How did you marry her? Where did you meet him? Many times we don't pay attention to the beginning. Because that beginning will determine some critical issues in your life. God is the beginning and the end. He's the half and the omega. So don't start anything in your life anyhow. Maybe you have been starting things anyhow. Today I beg you by the mercies of God, let the beginning be God. Take record from the beginning. And perhaps if the beginning has been rough in so many things you have done. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, when a man is in Christ, he's a what? He's a new creature. So all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So that means you can start afresh. The moment you encounter the Lord as your Lord and Savior, something begins afresh in your life. An opportunity to be able to have a good beginning. Next phrase is that in the beginning, God. If the beginning is not God, it's not good. The Bible says, Whoever finds a wife finds a good thing. If your spouse is not from God, it's not good. If you are looking for children outside of God, they are not good. If you are applying principles of unrighteousness in running your business, it's not good. You may look successful, you may look as if you are an achiever, but it is bad because God is not in it. So if it's going to be in the beginning and God will be there, it will always be good. But it's not everything that is good that is God. What is highly esteemed among men is an abomination before God. So make sure that in the beginning, God is involved third of the phrase is that in the beginning God created God did not emulate, God did not copy God is an original at all times and by the time you read the book of Genesis chapter 1 and 2 you will see the systematic way in which God created the heavens and the earth you will see his creative dimension you will see the wisdom heaven applied and now God moved from light to the waters, to the seas, and finally to the creation of man. And so whatever you want to do as a child of God, you must begin with a creative mindset. Many of us are not creative. Many of us don't even think they are selling pure water to the meter, I'm sending up pure water factory. They are sending their children to a particular school. I'm sending my children there. You embark on so many projects without asking for creativity mindset of God. So that whatever you are doing, you also have the same creativity that God had when he started the creation of the heavens and the earth. Remember the message, all men are not equal. All things are not equal. So for you to distinguish yourself, you must have creativity. For you not to be at the bottom of the ladder. You must have the creativity mindset of God. And this creativity mindset can only come from the spoken word of God. Exodus chapter 31. Give me Exodus 31 on the screen. God spoke the power of creativity to the life of Bezalel and Aholiab. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, See, I have called by name Bezalel the son of Uri, the son of Hor of the tribe of Judah. 
and I have filled them with the spirit of God in wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship, to design artistic works, to work in gold, in silver, and in bronze, in cutting jewels for setting, in carving wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. And I indeed have appointed with him Aholiab, the son of Isamak, of the tribe of Dan. And I have put wisdom in the hearts of all the gifted artisans, that they may have all that I have commanded you. God spoke into the life of Aholiab as well as Bezalil. Creative ingenuity and the capacity to design. Wisdom, understanding, knowledge. That if you and I are going to distinguish ourselves on this side of eternity, we cannot do without those things. Because they constitute the creativity of God Almighty. So you and I need to ask for ideas that command resources. Creative ingenuity from God so that men can take a beating part to our doorstep. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered to the heart of men what God has prepared for those who love him. But we need the creativity of God to be able to enter into those things that God has given to us. Fourth point I want you to notice in that Genesis chapter 1 verse 1, that verse alone is a whole message. In the beginning God created, we are now moving, God created the heavens and the earth. The order of creation is God started from the heavens before he created the earth. That means we are going to start anything, you must start it in the spirit. It is the spiritual that rules the physical. Don't make a mistake of jumping to anything. That man is good enough for me to marry. That woman is good enough. Did you check the spirit? When God was looking for a king and went to the house of Jesse, Samuel looked at the height of Eliab and thought this would be God said, no, I've rejected him. So God created the heavens first before the earth. So you must start from the realm of the spirit as the heavens was created first before the earth. Don't start anything on earth until it has been finished in the spirit. We hear pastors say many times about the citadel that it will not stop from start to what? To finish. Because why? It has been completed in the spirit. And so nothing on the physical can hinder it or stop it. It's a done deal. Why? Because it has been finished in the heavens already. And so it's only the physical manifestation that we are working on. But if it's not finished in the spirit, God forbid that we are laboring in vain. So everything that you want to do, start from the spirit. And note very carefully that what began in the spirit cannot be completed in the flesh. What you have started in the spirit cannot be completed with the carnal mind. So it must be God every inch of the way. Going to verse 3 of that Genesis chapter 1. To show you that the power of God is irresistible and nobody can stop him. He said, then God said, let there be light and there was light. Let there be, be cannot negotiate with God. He cannot discuss with God. He cannot ask God, where must I be? It has to comply with God's command. Light cannot disobey God or negotiate with God. And so when the power of the spoken word is released to you and I, and we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, which was with God when God started this creation, whatever you declare to be, must be. Are you listening to me? Many times, some of us are timid in making declaration over the word of God. In appropriating the things that heaven has spoken concerning us. And what we see most of the times is something will be challenging what God has said. God did not bother about the voidness or the darkness. If you look at the Bible, it said the earth was formless. 
void and empty. And Almighty God with the Holy Spirit just said, Let there be. And so when you look at voidness, darkness, situation and circumstances all around you that are not complying with the word of God, declare, Let there be. Let there be light. Let there be healing. Let there be wholeness. Let there be riches. Let there be success. Let there be whatever it is that God has put in your heart. Decree it. Darkness will disappear. You know God did not ask darkness to disappear. He only called forth light out of that darkness. And light showed up. So whatever it is cannot negotiate with you. Don't negotiate with what God has not given unto you. Don't negotiate what God has not created with you. Don't negotiate with anything that is less than the best. Once it's not good enough, let there be. And pronounce into existence the things that you want. And believe you me, the word of God will prevail. It is the situation and circumstances that will change. Let there be light. And there was light. Still talking about the power of the spoken word. The second dynamic of the power of the spoken word this morning is the power of resurrection. John chapter 11, familiar story of Lazarus. The power of resurrection. The power coming from the power of the spoken word. Give me from verse 38 in order to save time. He was sick and it took some time for the Lord Jesus to show up. Then Jesus again groaning in himself came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? Then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. And I know that you always hear me. But because of the people who are standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. Now when he said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And you who had died came out, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to them, lose him and let him go. The power of the spoken word. The power said, Lazarus, come forth. And when he came forth, he was wrapped with the grave growth. He was already smelling because he died four days before Jesus showed up there. And Jesus decreed, lose him and let him go. I announced to you this morning, I don't know what grave the enemy has locked you in. I don't know what this situation has looked as if it can never change. Four days, the body is already stinking. All the organs are already decaying. But when the power of the spoken word from the Lord showed up, said, Lazarus, come for I said, you are coming now this morning. In the name of Jesus, out of every dark situation, out of every sickness, out of every disease, out of every poverty, failure, frustration. I said, come out in the name of Jesus. Comfort in the name of Jesus. Rise up onto your feet this morning. And I said, Lord, I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Out of that barrenness, I'm coming forth in the name of Jesus. Because the word of God says that I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Out of indebtedness, I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Out of everything contrary to my destiny, I'm coming out in the name of Jesus. Come forth this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, your people are coming forth. The power of the spoken word this morning is come forth. Come forth. Come out of that grave in the name of Jesus. To fulfill purpose and to fulfill destiny. And the next thing Lord Jesus says, lose him and let him go. Lose him and let him go. In the name of Jesus, everybody that is bound this morning, you are free in the name of Jesus. I said you are free in the name of Jesus. Everything is still in your joy. You are free of it in the name of every darkness around you. You are free of it in the name of Jesus. Lose him and let him go in the name of Jesus. Lose him and let him go in the name of Jesus. For every Pharaoh, let my people go this morning.
morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever it is that has put you in that grave. Whatever grave flow that they have used to bind you. Whatever things they have said you are not going anywhere. For four days you are already sinking. It appears you are hopeless. But this morning God is saying lose you now. You are loose in the name of Jesus. You are free in the name of Jesus. The Bible says what the Son of God has set free is free indeed. Claim your freedom this morning. You are free from everything that is disturbing you, that is stealing your joy. Every time you wake up, you wonder, mm-hmm, but today you lose him and let him go. Lose her and let him go. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the spoken word of God, you are free to fulfill destiny, to fulfill purpose. Enter into the joy of the Lord your God. In the name of Jesus Christ, lose him and let him go. In the name of Jesus Christ. Ezekiel chapter 37. Let's have a seat. Ezekiel 37, the power of the spoken word. We are speaking the word of God because there is power there. There is the power of resurrection. The Bible says John 10, 10 that the still command but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Those are the three ministries of Satan. And he has not stopped. And we are his target because we are noted in hell. Just like we are noted in heaven. Whatever the enemy has stolen in your life is restored in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy has destroyed in your life is rebuilt in the name of Jesus. And whatever the enemy has killed, the power of resurrection comes in. It comes alive in the name of the resurrected Jesus. Give me Ezekiel 37. The value of dry bones. Every dry bone is going to rise this morning. In the name of Jesus. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. See, the word and the spirit, you always find them working together. I don't want you to lose that focus. And set me down in the midst of the valley. And it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. And indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, oh Lord God, you know. You know why they were very dry? There is no logic there's nothing in that prophet Ezekiel that can make those bones it's like going to the abattoir and you see all those dry bones of those cows and somebody said you can these cow these bones become cow again can they rise up and become meat that's exactly what the prophet was seeing it's absolutely impossible with man but with God nothing shall be impossible continue again he said to me prophesy to these bones and say to them Oh, dry bones, hear what? The word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you, and you shall live. I will put sinews on you, and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, the power of the spoken word. And as I prophesied, there was a noise. I feel there's going to be a noise this morning. And suddenly a rattling. And the bones did what? They came together, bone to bone. Go on. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. And the skin covered them over. But there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, prophesy to the breast. Prophesied son of man and say to the breath, that is the spirit of the living God. Thus says the Lord God, the power of the spoken word again, come from the four winds of breath and breathe on this lane, that they may do what? That they may live. So I prophesied, he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived and stood upon their feet and exceedingly great hamming. This morning, in the name of Jesus, every bone that is there is living life in the name of Jesus. Everything that is being live, living life in the name of Jesus. The life of the Son of God is entering into your dry bones. The enemy has written you off. They think you cannot make it. They think nothing good can come out of Nazareth. Jesus came out of Nazareth in the name of Jesus. Every reproach is removed. Every impossibility becomes possible. Dry bones hear the word of God. Live in the name of Jesus. I said, dry bones hear the word of God. Live in the name of Jesus. God is commanding skin to come. Sinews to come. Flesh to come. Skin to cover it in the name of Jesus. And on top of it, coming upon the breath of God. From the four corners of the heart. The power of the Holy Spirit. That nobody can stop. That nobody can hold. That nobody can hinder. Breathing into you right now in the name of Jesus. You are coming alive in the name of Jesus. You are coming alive in the name of Jesus. You are part of the army of God. You are part of the soldiers.
Christ. The enemy has written you out that you cannot have a child. No, you are going to be mothers of children. Enlarge the boundary of your dwelling. In the name of Jesus Christ. Nothing good can come out of Israel. Jesus came out of Israel. You are coming out. You are rising. You are shining. They think you cannot marry. No, that man is on the way. That woman is on the way. That reproach is being rolled away. They think your business has died. No, the power of the Holy Ghost is sent you to that business. That business is being resurrected right now. I said that business is being resurrected right now. In the name of Jesus, your life is not an abandoned project. God is finishing what he has begun. He's a finishing God. He's a God of completion. In the name of Jesus Christ. And for Nigeria, the father of dry bones, hear all your Nigeria. Hear all you nation. The dry bones are rising again. From the north, they are rising again. From the south, they are rising again. From the east, they are rising again. From the west, they are rising again. A great army of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Nigeria shall be saved. Nigeria shall be changed. Nigeria will become a great nation in our lifetime. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because of the power of the spoken word. We are spoken into the atmosphere. The enemy cannot hinder it. No one can stop it, Lord. Your life will not remain the same again because of the power of the spoken word. In the name of Jesus, take your seat again. Hallelujah. The power of resurrection is the power of the spoken word of God. The third dynamic of the power of the spoken word is the power of the prophetic blessing. The power of the prophetic blessing. You know, mankind have been searching for the good life. They've been searching for the mystery that will guarantee the good life. This has taken men into all kinds of schemes. Some have joined the occult. Some have gone to white garment churches. Some have gone to spiritualists and spiritists. Because we are looking for guarantee of the good life. I have a lot of my colleagues. I remember when I qualified as a lawyer, my, my mother would say, ah, oh, le, shogun, oh, le, hey, one more day. She go to but as I grew up, I began to see my friends in Freemason, in Rosicrucian, and they will invite you to come and join them. You get all the briefs. You need the essay and they are quite connected. Anywhere you go, you see their hands. You see their connection. They protect their own. You'll be recognized in the society. The judges will be your friend. The movers and shakers of the society will be yours. But at the expense of your soul. A man has been pursuing this. They wanted the good life. But what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? The good life can only come from the spoken word of the Almighty. If God did not speak it in your life, you are wasting your time. If you like, go to Rosicrucian. Go to Crucian Rosie. Go to any secret society. And if you like, you can go to the Pacific Ocean and go beyond that and go and take your bath. If God does not speak it in your life, you are wasting your time. It is the power of the talking word that brings you the prophetic blessing. Give me Genesis chapter 12, familiar scripture. Let's read about the prophetic blessing that God spoke to the life of Abraham. Now the Lord has said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house. Pastor said the terror does not have a house. Abraham will look, leave. I think God is just telling him to leave the system of his family, to leave the mindset of his family, and go to where God will work on his behalf. Get out from out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That is what God has said. God pronounced blessings upon Abraham. Can I shock you even before Abraham, you know how that money also received blessing. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. Spoken word by God Almighty upon mankind. Jimmy 1 28. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the heart and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, 
over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves on the earth. Even in man's falling state, God did not fully withdraw this blessing. Today from statistics, the whole creation is about 7.7 billion people on the surface of the earth. And scientists are telling us that this earth can still contain 16 billion people. Since you have been eating fish as fish ever since, even if it's just the catfish people are breeding in Nigeria alone. Fish has continued even beyond the seas. In your aquarium, fish is there. The abundance that God has created has continued. We have continued to be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Man has gone to the moon. They have gone into Mars. They have discovered so many planets that if they are given opportunities, they will go and leave this planet out for you and I and go and start living there. If the power there can sustain life. Yet, it was pronounced by God Almighty. Even after the falling state of man, God did not stop men from being fruitful. He repeated the same covenant to Noah. But be fruitful, multiply, so that man can subdue the heart and man can have dominion. But you know, prophetic blessing is a spoken declaration by a spiritual authority over the life of an individual. Prophetic blessing is a spoken declaration by a spiritual authority over the life of an individual. The words of blessing carry the power to control and direct the life of the person over whom they have been spoken. The words of blessing carry the power to control and direct the life of the person over whom they have been spoken. The spoken word of God and the blessing pronounced through his word. The spoken word of God and the blessing pronounced through his word will revolutionize your life and the lives of your children and grandchildren so that you can rise to a higher level of accomplishment creativity physical emotional and relational prosperity I take that again the spoken word of God and the blessing pronounced through his word will revolutionize your life the lives of your children your grandchildren to rise to a higher level of accomplishment creating creativity physical emotional and relational prosperity if you look at that scripture that we read Genesis chapter 12 verses 1 to 3 maybe for those who are classes they remember that the last pronouncement that in you all the families of the house shall be blessed is the gospel and that is the promise that God has given to mankind through this man called Abraham but this promise was declared by the spoken word of God give me the book of Genesis chapter 26 remember after God has given this blessing to Abraham the Bible says Abraham was blessed in all things the pronouncement the spoken word could not fall to the ground the life of Abraham has to depict what God has said give me Genesis chapter 26 apart from Abraham this process of blessings moved from Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob let's read about Isaac Genesis 26 verse 13 He said the man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous for he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants so the Philistines envied him you will see that when Isaac was also sending Jacob out of the house so that he can go to Padan Aram to go and marry give me Genesis 28 verses 1 to 4 the power of the spoken word he also pronounced the same blessings he has received from his father the one God Almighty has pronounced upon his father Abraham, he is now pronouncing it upon his own son then Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said to him you shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan 
Arise, go to Padan Haram, to the house of Bethuel, your mother's father, and take yourself a wife from there of the daughters of Laban, your mother's brother. May God Almighty bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you, that you may be an assembly of peoples and give you the blessing of Abraham to you and your descendants with you, that you may inherit the land in which you are a stranger, which God gave to Abraham. That is how this blessing moves from generation to generation. But this is predicated upon the spoken word of God, starting from Abraham. What are you decreeing over your family? What blessing has God given you as your heritage? Are you able to pass it on from generation to generation? Or you are one of the people who nullifying the spoken word of God in your life like Eli did? God has pronounced that Eli and his family will perpetually minister before him. But because he's honored his sons more than God. And even when God sent warning to him, he said, he's God, let him do what he likes. And of course, God did what he liked. And God said, you will never have anyone in your family to minister. And do you know this generational cause pursued up to the fourth generation of some of his children that may even have forgotten what he their great grandfather has done that eventually they were destroyed even completely because of the word of God just like the spoken word of God can be positive and propel you and revolutionize your life if you mess up and toy with God the other side of that word, I pray you will not see it. So I beg you by the mercies of God, pronounce the blessings of God upon your life, upon your family, upon your children. But caution every one of them not to deviate from the spoken word of God. Tell the word that speak to you, their spirit and their life. David said, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. If you cross the line, the double-edged sword will work against you, God forbid. So that you and I will stay within the context of the spoken word of God. If you look at Jacob, by the time he was going and he needs to pronounce his own blessings upon his children, Jacob was not following the same pattern Abraham or Isaac did. But he was giving each of all his children areas where they need to go and do ethical adjustment. Reuben, 40 years before that time, has already slept with Bilia. And he thought his father never knew about it. And his father knew that this was going to be destruction in Israel. And he said, you will no longer excel. So that Reuben and his descendants can go and adjust their ways. Thank God for Moses who came and said, let their men not be few hoping that Reuben will have changed his way of life and his descendants will have opened a new chapter for them to live right. It's a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the Almighty God. Just like the spoken word can work for us, we need to be careful that the word of God will not work against us in the name of Jesus. I see that one or two more points that I can have this morning. The fourth dynamic of the power of the spoken word is the power of the priestly blessing. Many of us declare that without really knowing the implication of what we are saying. The power of the priestly blessing that God declared to Moses and Aaron that this is the way you should bless the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 6. We use this in our naming ceremony in the Citadel Global Community Church. But it's an aspect of the power of the spoken word. Give me verse 22 of Numbers chapter 6. The power of the spoken word of God. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to Aaron and his son saying, This is the way you shall bless the children of Israel. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. 
so they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them the awesome promise can only come from an awesome God that particular declaration is so awesome inside that declaration the king of kings and the lord of lords the one who gives me power to girls wealth he can restore dead marriage can restore dead situation he can heal diseased body he can make you the head and not the tail he can make you to always be at the top and never at the bottom why because of that priestly blessing that god has Aaron to pronounce upon his people you and i we are born to be blessed and after pronouncing that blessing, God does not expect any negative thing to come from the mouth of Israel. Because he's going to bless and keep them. He's going to make his face shine upon them and be gracious to them. He's going to lift up his countenance towards them and give them peace. The Lord bless you and keep you indicates God's goodness and divine protection. When that blessing says the Lord bless you and keep you, he's talking about God's goodness. And God's protection. He that sits in the corner of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord is my refuge and fortress, my God in whom I trust. The Bible says that keeps us neither sleep nor slumber. He that keepeth Israel neither sleep nor slumber. So when God declared the Lord bless you and keep you, he's talking about God's goodness and divine protection. The second phase that the Lord makes his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you means that you will shine. Arise, shine, for your light has come. For the glory of God is risen upon you. When God makes his face shine upon you, you become illumination, you become the light. Say so you are the light of the world. It's because his face is shining upon you. But I would say we behold his face. And when we sing, we are going to be what? We are going to be more like him. So you have illumination and you become the light. It means God is not hiding his face from you. Because if God hides his face from you, you will be caused. If he makes his face to shine upon you, he's not hiding his face from you. When you have the face of God shining upon you, you dwell in the presence of God. Recall Moses after that several encounters with God. The Bible says his face begins to reflect the glory of God. Israel were told to me that they need to cover that face. A veil has to be put on his eyes. And so when God makes his face to shine upon you, become like Moses. Your face begins to shine and radiate the glory of God. It means you are dwelling in the presence of God. And the Bible says in the presence of God is what? There is fullness of joy. And it's right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And then for him to be gracious to you means to show you favor. In the Hebrew text, it means to show you favor. Favor of God we command and compare favor of men. Men we compete to, to show favor and to show mercy to you. Why? Because God is gracious to you. Give me Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6. To be gracious to you in Hebrew means to show you favor. Talking about you shining as light. Therefore, it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness. Who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That's about shining light. And of course, gracious means for that you show favor, you will receive favor. Now, the Lord will lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. It means God will smile upon you. When God lifts up his countenance, remember Esther, she did not have the right without being called to appear before the king. But she said, pray for me. And if I perish, I perish. But as soon as she entered the palace, what happened? Favor showed up. Mercy showed up. The countenance of the king was lifted up. And asked her, Queen Esther, what do you want? Even half up to half of the kingdom. She has not even spoken anything. But because God has commanded the countenance of that king to be upon Esther, Esther was able to make requests. So imagine if you have the countenance of the Almighty God upon you. When God lifts up his countenance upon you, your environment will cooperate with you. Doors will open for you. 
Wherever you go, men will compete to show and tell you, I'm sure you must see. They will ask you what you want. What can we do for you? Even beyond your own imagination. And of course, peace. God will sandwich you between the God of peace and the peace of God. Is Jehovah Shalom will give you peace. The peace of God that passes on understanding will be yours. Because of the pronouncement of this priestly blessing upon you. And so again, the Lord bless you and keep you this morning. Yeah. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. Yeah. And may the Lord lift up his countenance towards you Amen. and give you peace. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Finally, brethren, before I close, I want you to let you know that the word of God is irresistible. It has a power within itself to accomplish what God has said to it. Isaiah 55, 10 to 13, quickly, familiar scripture. The word of God is what we get the job done. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and do not return there but water the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Go on. For you shall go out with joy, and be led forth with peace. And the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come the cypress tree. And instead of the briar shall come up the mighty tree. And it shall be to the Lord for a name. For an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. Ladies and gentlemen, the word of God will get the job done in your life. There's nothing in your life, there's nothing you are facing, there's nothing you are going through that the word of God does not have an answer. Whether it is your finances, whether it is your ministry, whether it is your marriage, whether it is your health, whatever it is, and even our nation, Nigeria, the word of God is the answer. The word of God will get the job done. And you know, he said, this word shall not return unto me void or empty. That the word will accomplish the purpose for which I sent it. And so it is that situation that you speak to that will change. The word of God cannot change. The Bible says, is not man that he should lie? Neither is the son no man that he change his mind. I want you to rise up on your feet in closing this morning. And look at that situation today. Speak the word of God to it. Be cannot agree with God. That which God has said will come. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what your situation and circumstances today, but I want you to speak the word of God to that situation. The word of God will get the job done. The word of God shall not return to him void or empty. That word will accomplish the purpose for which heaven has sent it. So speak to your situation this morning. Speak to your circumstances this morning. Speak to every area of your life in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak concerning the church of the living God. Speak for souls to come into the kingdom. Hell is enlarging his mouth every day. Close the mouth of hell and let people come into the kingdom. Speak to concerning Nigeria. Speak that Nigeria be turned right side up. Speak that God himself will reign. He is the God among nations. He is the ruler that over the affairs of men. He gives it to himself how he will. Let God be God over our nation. Let God be God over our situation. There is no cabal that is beyond God. There is no authority that is beyond the authority of the Most High God. Let's speak the word this morning. Over our children, let's speak the word. Let's bless them wherever they may be. They are blessed going out. They are blessed coming in. In the name of Jesus Christ. When it's done of them to marry, they will marry right. In the name of Jesus Christ. Our barren has given birth to children. They are fruitful. They are multiplied. They replenish that they subdue it. The church of God will get it right. The true church will emerge in the name of Jesus. God will remove all our blemishes and wrinkles. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lives are transformed. Situations and circumstances are changed. None of us will remain the same again. For the word of God never fails. The word will not return to him void or empty. Those words we are calling the purpose what you have sent in. The word is in your mouth, so speak it. Expect the infinite power of God to bring results this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word shall not return to void or empty. Let your word do wonders in our midst today. Let your name alone be glorified. The power 
power of the spoken word. As we have spoken to our life, we receive. Thank you for situation and circumstances turning around. Thank you for turning our life right side up, oh Lord God. Thank you for strength in the inner man. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. Thank you, everlasting Father. We bless you because you're able to do exceedingly, abundantly above what we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you all the glory, honor, and adoration this morning. We thank you for the power of the spoken word. We thank you for the power in your word. Thank you, everlasting Father, that your word shall not fall to the ground unfulfilled. Not a dot, not a tutu of your word will fall unfulfilled. Thank you because we are recipients of your grace and your mercy. And your word will work in our lives in the name of Jesus. Thank you everlasting Father. We bless your holy name, we glorify you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In the mighty name of Jesus we are prayed. Let's give you a cup of Are you blessed this morning? The power of the spoken word of God. Your life will not remain the same again. My life will not remain the same again. Our nation will not remain the same again because of the power of the spoken word of God. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's word. I pray that the word of God you have received will sink deeply into your hearts and bring forth tangible fruit in Jesus' name. Amen. In addition, I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye, Bye for, for now. now.